Welcome to Can I Kick It? This is a podcast about film festivals. My name is Emilio Diaz. Here with me today are Andy Gerbuga, number one marketing stand, Cullen Ashley. That's right, number one marketing stand, Cullen Ashley. Because we, we week, had to fight over that title too. I, I I am also a big fan of marketing. Yeah, but, <laughs> this but unironically <laughs> is yeah. what Andy says to number one marketing stand. <laughs> Andy's the guy who cheers for the Netflix logo at TIFF. Now, now. That's not true. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, that marketing call out is because this week we're going to take it a little bit more chill, a little bit more loose, and we're just going to talk over some trailers of movies that are going to premiere at festivals, have premiered at festivals, and have not opened. And one movie that doesn't really have a festival connection at the moment, but maybe might play one. Who knows? But it's important culturally. Yes. Yeah. And we hope it will play a festival. We all, we, I mean, we all hope to see it, especially in New York. Yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, uh, hey. Hey. <laughs> I'm watching the trailer. We're, sat, we're, we're a long way away from talking about that one. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah. So. We're the format of this episode is that we are we have a playlist of trailers. It is thirteen trailers currently, and we are going to count them down. We're going to say what the movie, what the trailer is. Then we are going to count down, and then we are going to live watch and comment on them. And then afterward, then we imagine we'll have a little, a couple of takeaways, and then we'll go on and until we yes. do all thirteen of them. It'll be a fun <laughs> time. We're gonna hoot and holler. Yeah. Yes. I guess before that, like a couple of tidbits of news to discuss, or do we want to hold on to those? Andy, if you got the news, give it to me. Sure. All right. Well, one one thing is major news for us is that uh, Clifford the Big Red Dog no longer going to be premiering in the gala section at TIFF. Will not be playing at TIFF at all. Which is great. And what is a real scandal? They are pushing back the release of Clifford to, I guess, the holidays is what I gathered. That's what they said, yeah. Like, just for, like, I don't know why. Because they think it'll make more money? No, they pulled it because of concerns with the Delta variant. Sure. This is what they said. Uh, Right. But it was, like, when it it happened, like, the whatever deadline or Hollywood Reporter that broke it was, like, Clifford pulled from release, uh, pulled uh, and pushed. And everyone was, like, how is he getting pushed? It's playing TIFF. And then we were like all looking at the TIFF website and it was gone. It's just just disappeared. <laughs> so we like, no one How high up no does this go? And yeah. then like an hour later they were like, yeah, we're pulling it because of the Delta variant. And like, uh, I think they're like saving it to see like how things are going right now. And then, you know, holiday season will be good time to drop a family movie. Sure. But, uh, I it guess, is, it's, yeah. it's a bit odd that they pulled it from TIFF in the way that they right. did it. My que- yeah, my question is, like, they can just still premiere it at TIFF yes, and hold yes. on to it for three months or whatever. Like, I don't think the, I don't think TIFF buzz either way is going to do a whole lot no. for Clifford the Big Red Dog. Like, well, this is what is interesting. They're going like, to launch an FYC for Clifford. We all know. That. Yeah. There's, like, something to, like... If Tiff is if it's not playing Tiff, like what is in it that they like don't <laughs> want people to see? <laughs> Listen, yeah. 
I mean, it, it, and it's funny because if like if there were something that they would be concerned about playing it at TIFF, it's like why would you play it there in the first place? It's like right. It, yes, that it got programmed. Then I get the only reason just get, has to be that they don't want to premiere it and then sit on it for months. But like, I don't understand why they feel that way about what, it. What if in Clifford, Clifford is big because of a COVID mutation and they decided it was unsensitive? <laughs> I mean, it'd be weird to decide now that that was ins- it was insensitive for that reason. <laughs> no, it was a different time. <laughs> it was a different time. We were all listen. We were all riding high, thinking this was all over. But uh, yeah, right. Clearly, it uh, isn't. Remember yeah. three weeks ago when everyone was spitting in each other's mouths again, not wearing masks? Look where we are, baby. We were too big to fail. <laughs> Mission accomplished. <Yes>. Yeah, <laughs> it came true. <laughs> yes. Um. Yeah, and that yes, and Bergman Island has been upgraded right, from special presentation gala. to gala because apparently they have a gala quota, quota they want to fill, and now that uh, old Clifford is. That's a big spot to delay. <laughs> I know. The biggest spot, maybe. Though, not quite as big as you remember. Not as big it. as you want. Like, yeah. it's big. You the dog run. is plenty big. But it's not as big as you'd like. He's to plenty big. <laughs> it's yeah. like, that's a big red dog. That's not the big red dog. <laughs> All right. Uh, and then also, Jesse noted that the Odeyard seems to have been pulled, and I have no, no insight on Ooh, that. Weird. Yeah. Oh yeah, Jesse is busy and she's not here. I don't yes. know if we said that, but she's uh, enjoying that... a vacation, which is good for her. Yeah, Listen. she's on island time, but not the old island, folks. And we were gonna watch trailers. You said, <laughs> what was the other? What was the other piece of news, Andy? I think that was it. Just the Odeyar got pulled, and then uh, I think that's all. Yeah, the the TIFF move- movements. I think. We're, we're recording this episode rather early in the week for us, so we haven't gotten the New York Film Festival closing night announcement yet like we thought we might. Uh, if there is that and, like, maybe one other substantial piece of news, we might do a little, like, bonus segment at the end of the episode. So I'll say it now. If it's just the opening night movie that gets announced as news this next week, then Jesse will send in a piece of audio that is just her saying the name of the movie. <laughs> And it will be edited edited into this episode at exactly thirty eight minutes and forty two seconds. <laughs> I guess you better write that down. You better, yeah, make a note of that, Cullen. So. <laughs> All right, we're uh, we're we're doing it, folks. Um, we're having so, fun here. Yeah, and also, if you want to watch along with us, I believe we'll have. The, the link to the playlist will be probably yeah, in the description. I made a YouTube playlist. Tweeted it it's what we're using also. to watch. I will tweet it. I will send it out. I will let you know all of the goodness with the exact same trailers we use. Because that's Who knows? Very there important. might be time codes in the description so you can right. sync up with us. Maybe Cole? if Colin gets Listen. really ambitious with the edits. <laughs> yeah, that, that's Maybe we'll hear the trailer in the episode. <laughs> we don't know yet. Anything can happen. <laughs> all right. I'm so, ready to start pulling up the first one, I think. Yeah, so the first trailer we have queued is for Masaki Yuasa's Inu-O, which will be playing at the Horizons uh, segment of Venice and at the special presentation segment of TIFF. Uh, I really love Masaki Yuasa's stuff, as we spoke a little about last week. Colin is also familiar with some of it. Andy is, like, less familiar, but still has watched some of it. You've watched, like, how much? Did you finish Eyes again? 
I did. Good job. Okay. Yeah. Good job. Yeah. No, Way I said to go. good show. I was not patting myself on the back for <laughs> an entire anime series. Yeah, I did a good job. <laughs> um, so do we? So we, are we all pulled up on the trailer right now? Yes, yeah. I'm at We're zero, 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 zero. zero. Okay. So oh. Emilio's gonna count us in. This one's only like a minute long. Yeah, yeah, I will count on in with three, two, play. I will. That is what I will do. So everyone out there, <coughs> be aware. Listen to this. Unless Colin gives you time codes, and also one of those time codes that you can like click, and then it sends you into the episode. I don't know if he can do those, but we'll figure I it can. out. I've done it before. <laughs> this is gonna be the most ambitiously edited episode ever. <laughs> so, three, two, play. We got some nice logos. Festival title cards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, already this looks insane. Yeah. The music is just the man singing. It's very nice. Very he's going period in a way that he hasn't really before. Yeah. No, he's a pretty modern filmmaker from what I have seen of his. Yeah. I, I've never seen anything this period, especially this far Whoa. back, like 14th century. We're in space now, folks. Yeah. Well, I don't know if they're in space as much as they jumped a little and were uh, just the stars were visible. This is a short one, so it's a lot of fa- fast cuts. Yeah. Also, this now, is like a long hold on the title. Yeah. Uh, one of the. Yeah. It's like his craziest looking movie, at least since like mind game basically because basically all the movies he's made since then are like pretty they're like pretty nice looking pretty like i'm not gonna say standard because they certainly have style and a lot of like interesting movement in in them but they certainly look a lot less rough around the edges in a way that this does which i i appreciate i like i appreciate both angles of his style i like the way mind game looks but i also like the way his other movies look and also like the way that like ping pong the animation looks which is like his wildest yeah. looking thing. Yeah, some real distinctive looking characters in there. There's just someone wearing a mask. There's like a kid <laughs> with like long hair and like a long neck. It seems like yeah, it's got some interesting interesting stuff going. That on. kid's got that long neck. <laughs> <laughs> so um, yeah, I think uh, yeah, I agree. I think it looks great. Uh, everything I've seen is really solid so far. That's good. Have you also <laughs> so, now moving on to the trailer for The Card Counter. Yes. Uh, would you like to say where this movie's playing, Andy? I would love to say where this movie is playing, which is that it is playing in Venice <laughs> in competition. Uh, I'm glad you asked, the, because uh, I yes. certainly have that information, <laughs> and I love to say, of course, <laughs> what we all know. I was not that is playing time at Venice. all. What are you saying? <laughs> what are you suggesting, Cullen? How dare you suggest that I would be stretching for time at all? Uh, well, and I, I, of course, know. <laughs> we know that this is directed by Paul Schrader. <laughs> yes. I, this trailer came out like a week or two ago. I saw it premiered on Twitter. Like, it was the same day as, like, a bunch of trailers, I think. Like, it was maybe the same day as Last Duel trailer or something. Like, there was, like, another big trailer that came out that day. Maybe it was the Ghostbusters trailer. I, I don't remember. It might have been the um, same day as the Clifford trailer. 
Maybe. No. Um, but it like it, it's a Focus Features is releasing it. And I think this is something they do just standard. Like, it did that thing where all the, like, I follow a bunch of movie theater chains on Twitter because I'm a big dork. Uh, and uh, they often will tweet deals. out the new trailers. And But they did it, they did the version where it's just cropped for phones, where it's, like, just the center of the frame, which I think is very funny that the new Paul Schrader movie, the first images I saw of it was... Well, also, they do that thing where, like, they give you the three seconds before the actual trailer starts so that yeah, you can, like, turn the audio on. Yeah, this trailer that Yeah. Um, but it's it very funny that the first images I saw from the new Paul Schrader movie were cropped for phone width, uh, I think. Anyway, I'm ready to start this one if, if you, you all are. Yeah. Okay. So, three, two, play. This is how it starts. Yeah, this one also opens up like the trailer before the trailer, the trailer for the trailer. We love those. They are totally aren't annoying. Yes. So I've seen this trailer. It's got sort of a weird vibe. It's like one of the movies that since COVID that you can most like sort of tell that they shot it during COVID, I'd oh, say. Oh, yeah, that is makes sense of what is like alienating about this trailer, yes. I mean, it's a weirdly cut trailer. Martin yeah, it's also weirdly cut. cut. The movie, I think, looks great. I um, think it's going to be good. But also, yeah, I, I don't think, think it's like, a great trailer, but I think it's the movie will probably be good. It's so funny that it's Tiffany Haddish and Oscar Isaac. Yeah. Yeah, like, th- there was a, just a shot of the prison, and I think the prison in particular looks, like, weirdly empty. Well, yeah, and they did it, like, um, it's, like, filmed on a different camera, like. Well, because they get interrupted. They film some stuff and then get interrupted by Look at his arm. Yeah. yeah. Who's the kid? Ty Sheridan. Sure. Old, ready Player One, ready player remember, one himself. Yes. Long leg himself. <laughs> the tattoo is so it, funny. <laughs> it's so bad. It's, it's, yeah, it's not a good tattoo. <laughs> and he's not like cut, so his back isn't like huge. It's just like weirdly slumped. Yeah. <laughs> and, and yeah, I mean, it looks like a tattoo he got when he was like skinnier and now he's <laughs> Yeah, bigger. yeah. <laughs> so it looks it's weird. a bit distorted. I mean, it's it's like this part. Yeah, I don't know about this part. It's got like four tones, is the thing. Yeah, yeah. which I imagine makes more sense in the movie. But at the beginning, it's like slick, casino, like Ocean's Eleven style, and now it's like dark, moody, right. and then occasionally it goes like full Ferrara, just like weirdly shot insanity. And it's just... uh, yeah, I think they are trying to sell this like as commercially as they possibly can. Yeah, which like. I'm sure the movie is resistant to that <laughs> extremely. He's counting cards, folks. There's a joker or a jack. She talked about being it. What do you think her experience making this movie was? I'd be so curious. I'm sure she had a good time. She seems like she I has mean, fun. Paul Schrader movies. seems like a fan of hers. To put it the most generously way I possibly could. Let's not get into what Paul Schrader might say or or not say about (laughs) Tiffany Haddish. Um, We should get Paul on the show. (laughs) Colin. I mean, you have to edit it. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, you li- that's a fair point. <laughs> I can't be the person who has to s- decide what Paul Schrader said was okay. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, and yeah, the mo- it's coming out September, like right after the fest, basically right after the festival premiere, I think. Um, yeah, which know. is like weird. I mean, yeah. I mean, I guess it's like that's like a hard like. This is not gonna win Oscars stance, I guess. Right. That they're. Just I mean, yeah, it's like, like not gonna win Oscars. It's not gonna do very well financially. Like, I think people not, are gonna be disappointed by it. Like everyone who liked First Reformed, I'm get. I'm gonna say, like, unless you're like in the tank for Schrader, then it's gonna be like people reacting to like the canyons. Like, yeah. I mean, or like any what? What's the Nicolas Cage? Oh, like Doggy Dog or whatever. Yeah, it's it's gonna be like yeah. That's what I. That's what it's like. Sort of struck to me as of just like, yeah. He made first reform, which was like a bounce back, which everybody liked, and then he he was like, yeah, I'm gonna go back to making Paul Schrader weird shit. alienating <laughs> crime movies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, but as someone who's kind of mid on first reformed, and very interested in like his other work from this decade. Uh, or last decade, I guess. Um, I think, I'm. I mean, it looks great. <laughs> sure. Yeah, I've only seen First Reformed, I think, and I like that a lot. But yeah, I don't know. I've seen First Reformed, the Machima, and Machima was. Oh a yeah, Machima was great. That's like a masterpiece. Um, but uh, right. moving on. Moving we on. We need to move on to Ridley Scott's The Last Duel, the <laughs> final duel. Which is premiering out of competition. That's supposed to be like a sword noise, not a whip noise. Yeah. Not a whip noise. I'm sorry. <laughs> Weird that a whip noise is so natural to you. Yeah. But uh, uh, it's premiering at Venice out of competition. It stars Matt Damon, Ben Affleck, Jodie Comer. We all know this. Also, Adam, Adam Driver, Driver is in it. Everybody looks crazy in it. And it's a Ridley Scott movie. So it's it sort of looked sort of boring to me when I saw this trailer. But uh, maybe I'll watch it again with fresh eyes and it, I'll feel differently. Now, now. Yes. Let's do Next it. up. So, three, two, play. I like the editing. The, of the, the little trailer. windows. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's very funny. Do you swear on your life? So the thing that, like, yeah. That like this, the trailer confirmed essentially that like Jodie Comer is the lead of this movie, which I think is pretty exciting. I've only seen the first season of Killing Eve. Uh, she's obviously in Rise of Skywalker for a second. Yeah. She's uh, gonna be in Free Guy, but this seems like you know a real serious leading role, which uh, is exciting. I think she's like an exciting talent. Matt Damon's very normal look. Yeah, <laughs> all the looks in this. Good God! It's funny that Driver, he's such a funny actor where he's like, "Yeah, I'll just make two Ridley Scott movies in here." <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about the other one in a minute. Um, there's also the thing that came out where I don't know how like quippy this was, but it, apparently. Matt and Ben wrote the men's perspective scenes, and Nicole Hall of Center wrote the women's perspective scenes. That's fascinating. I don't know how much there was, like, a collaboration after the fact. Like, if that was just, like, the first draft or pass or whatever, and then they worked on it together or whatever. But, like, 
That's like a very interesting way to make a movie, and I don't know if it would work out if it is. I assume it was passive. I assume it, they didn't just like each write a segment and then they pasted it together. And then Ridley said, sure, I can work with this. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm just not into this, I don't think. I mean, it's a, it's a vibe like the... Um, you know the the milieu is uh, is one that I like of this sort of you know medieval. I get I th I guess I'm just like really not into that. I was just like that is just like not my vibe at all. But even that I think a good the, cast. the story's weird. It's got a good cast. I mean sure. I like I like Affleck a lot. I like Driver a lot. I like Damon a little bit. Comer's good. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, it's a movie that I'll see in the in theaters, and yeah. just have like a solid time, and that'll be like it. <laughs> like, sure. I think now, I'll watch it in theaters. I think I will fall asleep during it. Uh, yeah, I don't, it's just it just really does not speak to me. I I guess is what where I'm getting at. It's like Jodie Comer doesn't do anything for me. Ben Affleck occasionally will do a lot for me, but I think he is also like I don't know if like 14th century whatever like medieval is really yeah. She's really love though is really his pocket. Well, and his role and his role is just like the king, right? Or like the the guy in charge who like will decide everyone's fate. Like, I mean, I guess I'm like, interested why they decided to, like Right, is it like the first movie they've written together since Go I guess hunting, if, right? if if it's how you described it, then I guess it might be a thing where it was like this story was presented to them and they decided to have this like weird like half and half take on it and maybe that was their thing. Though also like Hollow Center's weirdly she's like a She's a weird fit for it all, certainly, yes. Yeah, but she's she's also like a Hollywood script doctor now. I guess so, yeah. She'll often Right, because she like I there was words she like punched up some of black widow i think like, yeah was, was there was like some, that's what it, that's what i saw and i'm just like i guess that's what she does now i guess she just like punches up other scripts yeah so this uh, this might have been a purely for hire thing that she got credit on but maybe it maybe it has her touches on it i okay. enjoy her touches. I, yeah i I will be interested to see what roles there are for women apart from Jodie Comer and like what sort of like relationships are like, will it be passing the Bechtel test and whatnot? Like that seems like an interesting thing for the movie. Um, I mean, my guess of how it's going to happen is that everybody was like, this seems awful for this lady. So we need to get a lady in it to write this part. And they were just like, Nicole Hollison, you look like you need money. Here you go. <laughs> I, I'm not really expecting much from it, but for Ridley Scott movie that looks a little more in my vein, a little more in, in my milieu, now we're going to be talking through the trailer for House of Gucci. Yes, which uh, lit not up playing the internet. Any, yeah, it's lit up the internet. People made memes. People made their jokes. It has a lot of big stuff in it. We'll talk through. It's not playing any festival. We just threw it yes. in here because we feel like we had to talk about it. I don't. It's like, where would it play? New it's York. A, I don't know if it would where play in New, New York, York. I guess yeah. Like, where would it fit in New York? Unless it's maybe it's closing night. That would be wild. 
If they're like, sorry, PTA, how's the Gucci? <laughs> That's the way we're going. I mean, um, I guess they have Spotlight. Maybe they could premiere it as a, a big show thing. Right. Maybe it's I, a it secret screening. I guess maybe. it does have like sort of secret Secret screen- screening would be good, I think, yeah. Or, yeah. Or maybe it plays like AFI. Who knows? Like... Yeah, it, it, I did write down somewhere that it has big AFI energy, but also yeah. I don't know when the fuck AFI is. So, sure, it, this it, it's like a Thanksgiving release, I think. Right? Is like yeah, it's, it's like November. Be. It's like Last Duel's coming out in October, and this is coming out in November. Absolute madness that those two movies are going to be in theaters. What a king time. release God is. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, Don't I made two movies. Just put them out <laughs> one month after the other. Yeah. <laughs> Though I guess it's like, because obviously he's a guy who likes working a lot and just likes putting things out. Though I guess this one is like, he did have like an entire like year and a half COVID buffer because last, last Duel was fully supposed to come out like last year. So it's like, it's not like he made two movies in one year. He made two movies in two I think years. he shot them pretty back to back. Yeah, he was shooting last year for Last Duel. Was he? Yeah, those, all those, those set of... photos of the haircuts like were during COVID, I think. Those set photos yeah. feel like they happened like nine years ago, if I'm being <laughs> quite honest. All right, I have let's, no let's sense get... of time. So I will all count right. down. House of Gucci. Three, two, play. Great. Love the slow down version of... Uh, I mean, I Logan. hate it, but... Uh, I mean, sure. That's what you do when you are making a big trailer today. But this isn't like somber cover. This is just <laughs> chopped and screwed. <laughs> yeah, it's chopped and screwed. But Heart of Glass feels like it just—it's—it's it's one of those things where it's just like I feel like ninety Energy movies have out. used Heart of Glass. Yeah, but it's good every time. <laughs> I disagree. But <laughs> we Jared Leto is so funny. Leto. Good God. Jared Leto. That's gonna be a great performance. I will we need to set it in stone. Chill out about that, maybe. <laughs> I do not. I mean, this one seems like Oscarier than Last Duel. This clearly seems what they want to be going for. I mean, this feels like it was made to win all the Golden Globes. Yeah, <laughs> all the Cullen Ashley Awards. <laughs> Lady Gaga doing a big accent, folks. <laughs> yeah, and then Leto does a bigger accent. Fire, yeah. And Adam Driver is like barely doing anything. Yeah, <laughs> Jerry Leto just said, "Hold them my wine." Yeah, I'll you think, you yeah. a big axe. They're having think, sex in a tub. You think Adam Driver showed Al up to the set the first day and saw everybody else's accent and was like, "Whoa, wait, <laughs> this is what we're doing." Whoa, I didn't know we were uh... <laughs> murder. I mean, it's, it's it's like it's Gaga's movie, right? She's the lead. It's her story. I think so. God, <laughs> she's tinkling the cup so hard. It's, it's so, so funny. <laughs> the little teeny tiny cappuccino. How's the Gucci? Big green and red. Son, House of Gucci. Really, just already iconic. <laughs> In theaters November. Hashtag has a Gucci. They're giving it Christmas colors like it's a Christmas present. But it's They're no. giving it Gucci colors, no, 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 Andy. Gucci <laughs> colors. That's a Gucci logo, <laughs> you, Andy. you uncultured swine. 
I think you know, Christmas nothing. existed before Gucci did. Thank you very much. Oh my god. <laughs> and you still insist on saying Merry Christmas, right? <laughs> 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 You're always talking about that there's a war going on. <laughs> um yeah, yeah, I mean, it seems it looks fun. Seems big. I'll, I'll, <laughs> so good. I'll watch it and I'll have fun. It looks, I mean, it looks like a more fun all the money in the world kind of like it has a sort of similar feel, but like just like turning up the bombast like by a hundred, which I think is maybe what all the money in the world needed because that was a movie yeah, that I was. Yeah, it needs to be fun. Yeah. Yeah, here's um, like, it's just like his directing style is so like looks focused. Obviously, there's just like he has a sheen and he puts it on stuff. And it just, like, when he makes a, like, serious movie or something that's, like, gritty and down to the dirt, it just, like, it just, like, skates past. It's just, like, I don't even notice it. It just, like, does nothing for me. But when it, when it has, like, a bit of a personality, when it is, like, a Thelma and Louise or it is something like how House of Gucci looks, then I respond to it better. Yeah. But, uh, you know? Speaking of trailers, sh- they got to really Scott. Shouts to okay, so for we're moving on to an. I, I mean, I didn't really like organize these intentionally, but moving on to a different trailer with big makeup and big accents. Yes. We're gonna be talking about the eyes of Tammy Faye, the Michael Showalter movie, which is premiering as a TIFF special presentations. Didn't get a gala. Feels a little pointed there, TIFF. I wonder oh. if it's just like someone can't make it to Toronto, and so they didn't give it a gala or something. I don't know. I think, yeah, they'll all be there. We'll see. I mean, Um, I mean, at this point, who knows if anyone will be there? But uh, hopefully, it all works out. Yeah, I saw this on the big screen yesterday. Actually, when I saw the Green Knight. Yeah, should we say? So far, I've only seen the last duel trailer in theaters. I think I also have seen the last duel trailer in theaters. I've not seen House of Gucci yet. I have not seen that's played before. I don't. I haven't seen any of these tra- uh, trailers in front of a movie in yeah. theater. But all right, hey. um, are we ready? Yeah. Three, two, play. Searchlight. Tammy Faye. What'd you do? I just... Hello, mother. This is Jim Baker. This, it really starts like. It uh, looks. I love it so much. On the this is just defense. Yes! Oh my god. Here's the thing. It's like, obviously, I'm Puerto Rican. So I, it's like, there's a lot of bits of, like, American culture that I'm familiar with and have, like, have been, yeah. like, ingratiated. This I have no, it's like, this is, like, not a thing I am familiar with. Televangelist, yeah. sort of. It's like I but have just a Tammy Faye Baker story. Yeah, like just like Tammy Faye Baker and like the '70s conception of it specifically. I just have no idea what this is about, except from like sure. They're like bad people, I guess. <laughs> We're not doing anything wrong, though. Is that a question? My God. Tammy and I are undergoing it's, the yeah. vicious attack. Serving God don't feel like it should be a money-making Yeah, just, there's a lot of style here for Michael Showalter. I feel like, like sometimes Michael Showalter can be like a little anonymous in his style, I think. But like this is like a lot of style. I mean, but I mean, this is funny. Yeah, it seems to just be doing a lot of like 
later. I don't know. Just from the trailer, it just looks like any of a thousand of these movies where it's just like these people have a downfall. It's like the makeup is insane. I sort of appreciate that. Just like yeah. how it gets slowly more crazy. And I'm gonna put my arms around you, Tammy Faye. Right, she's talking to a television. It's like, what's going on there? I won't go forward looking in the rearview mirror of my life. I am like sort of out on Garfield at the moment. God, it's such a crazy look. It's a, it uh, look no. Looks insane. Um, uh, what's crazy is when I watched Mainstream earlier this year, I was like, it's such easy money. Andrew Garfield should play a televangelist. <laughs> and everyone was like, you idiot. He's the, They're making a Terry Faye Baker movie with him. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, that's like obvious. Like it, when I was watching, uh, when you watch Mainstream, like that's what he's doing. He's like a millennial, like, YouTube influencer televangelist and it is like it Garfield is someone who like gives great performances I think I like him a lot in Under the Silver Lake I think he's pretty good in mainstream I recently watched uh, Hacksaw Ridge which isn't very good but he's very good in it I think and uh, obviously like I like the social network I like silence a lot um, but this movie just looks so bad I think um, Showalter is like it's such an odd choice for him to direct it because um, everything else he's done has been like his comedy adjacent because um, he did Big Sick, like Hello, My Name is Doris, right. uh, Lovebirds. Lovebirds, yeah. Um, and then like The Baxter and that's it. Uh, I don't. But, um, I truly don't know. I just uh, yeah, That movie looks I weird mean, to me. It looks gen sort of generic. I'm out of Garfield. Yeah. I don't. It's like Chastain. I do like, but it's like, when's the last time she was in a movie I liked? It's like, been Pretty a couple, alive. couple Molly's years. Game. I like. I mean, I do like Molly's Game, but even Molly's Game is like four years ago at this point. Yeah. So it's like, I I just I I, I have no no thoughts on it. It also it feels very much like a Tiff movie. Like that's like, very obvious. Um. Yeah, yeah, it's like awards -y. Yeah. I yeah, I mean, I don't know. We'll see whether it does any awards traction or not. I I but I think it's going to be it I I don't know. Maybe it it kind of maybe has um Battle of the Sexes energy for me where it's like it's not going to do very well in awards season. It's not going to do very well at the box office, but like there are people will be like, "Oh, this, mean, there's like that movie's got like really good performances." In this. Didn't make a great like this hot this had Oscar buzz episode in a few yeah, years, right? Yeah. Didn't Battle of the Sexes like make like Barry do Barry poorly at the box office? Yes, like the box office. Yes, like it's not even like one of those things where it just sort of, like sort of like came and went anonymously. It just like actively failed. Right. Yeah. But uh, also also a searchlight movie, so maybe that's what I'm. I mean. Making box office predictions now for any movie seems like sort of sure. dumb and like impossible to make, but uh, I assume this will do better than that. Just of like like of, it seems like more of, it seems wilder than Battle of the Sexes, which probably just mm -hmm. like draws in more people. Just being like, I guess I gotta see what the fuck this is, but uh, yeah, in terms of quality, 
I'm not really there with it. <laughs> Call back. Footage not found. I think it's going to be great. I love it. All right. Uh, Memoria is next. The Apichit Pong Virithethical movie that uh, premiered at Cannes in competition, won the jury prize, tied the jury prize with no- the Double Pids. Uh, all heads knee. And it has a trailer out. Tilda Swinton. I watched this trailer previously. Me and Colin, I think I've talked about it. I think it looks sort of incredible. I am fully on board with what it's doing. And, I, I mean, I've only seen one of Pritchett Pong movie, which is Uncle Boomy, but I think that movie's sort of incredible. So I'm down to get more into this stuff. Any thoughts from either of you? Okay. Let's just no, I mean, I haven't, I haven't seen any of his movies. I think I saw this movie, or this trailer previously and like it didn't really maybe we'll disturb. do a weird sceptical episode but yeah maybe we'll figure start it out the hype train start the hype train so three two play yeah i always like the the sort of like like when just like a sound goes on through the entire trailer and that's always like a good mm-hmm. trick there's a good very good the right. master trailer that does this the dung, dung, sure. yeah dung. like that that yeah. uh that first godzilla trailer for the gareth edwards one where it's just like the siren or whatever yeah or even the rogue one trailer with the yeah. this is a good just like bo- there's just like a good shot i like this box this was one yeah. <laughs> this is a great right? box yeah. <laughs> yeah that was the press still yeah, and I also it's like I, I assume most of this movie is in English because it stars Tilda Swinton and she's gonna be speaking in English. But it's interesting that it's set in Colombia. I, li- yeah, I, I enjoy it of... as a setting. It's funny they say acclaimed director picked a pong where it's ethical because it's like, I mean, he's won a palm. They could put that on there. Maybe he's got too much. Maybe. Yeah, but Tilda, of course, the Oscar for Michael Clayton. Yeah, it I th- it gets this uh, just like. It's weird who they're like maybe trying to pitch this at because it's like Neon, yeah. who's like a bigger distributor. The trailer we're watching is weirdly on IGN's YouTube channel. <laughs> That's very. <Yeah. laughs> and I wonder if they're just like Palmdale, or maybe doesn't speak to that many people. Right. And we just put like acclaimed, then people will assume it's just like real sure. gentle. I like all these shots. I mean, yeah, there's like not a lot going on. <laughs> like it's like yeah. And uh, yeah, and then the title. Memorial. We love the we oh, love the backward. Down. Well, some aspects of it are back upside right. down. Yes. Yeah, it's just like I, appre- I appreciate a mood setting trailer. Just one that's just like, listen, this is yeah. what the vibe is. Also, I assume because it's like also gonna be a movie where you're gonna have to be like, this is what the vibe is, because it's not like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I, I, I have you ever seen a trailer for another a picture pong movie? No, I have not. Yeah. Like, I would be curious to see what, like, the trailer for Uncle Boon Me looked like. It's just sure. the fish fucking. It's just that. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me, I have to click ahead on this Good Fight trailer that is auto-playing before our next trailer. Yeah, I mean, wow. that has been a, a fun aspect of this, is just having trailers, uh, just having adverts pop up. But, I mean, we have Millionaire calling with YouTube Premium, I assume. Listen, <laughs> we didn't have to call me out. <laughs> <laughs> Skipping through all of it. I mean, you yeah, weren't making. Like, what do you mean? There's ads. In you front were of just it. making the smuggest face of all time. Where we, <laughs> 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 nice. 
Uh, Gold doubloons fell out your pocket. <laughs> <laughs> but we should move on to our next trailer. What is Ondor our next winner, trailer? Titan. Titan. Yes. Another can. Have you movie. seen? Have you both either of you seen this trailer? No. Uh, I believe I did watch. Before we decided for the like concept of this episode, I was like, maybe I just won't watch her trailer. I'll just like go in clean. But uh, right. I mean, I watch this trailer a lot. I think it's such a cool trailer, and it makes me so excited. Uh, And it's, I mean, yeah, it's a great, great trailer. I think we should go in. I guess this is this is like the halfway point, and this this is a conversation we maybe should have had like at the start. But it's like, what is your relationship with trailers? What do you think is like a good trailer? Oh, I mean, look, I am like a very from like since a young age, like a trailer obsessive. Where like, I think E, the Entertainment Network (laughs) television channel, uh, they used to have exclamation mark. Yeah, yeah, they used to have like trailer shows. Right, just like a half hour block that was all trailers. Yeah, Uh, and I would watch that when I was like in like fourth or fifth grade maybe mm-hmm. and it was like either i think it was on the weekends like early in the morning on the weekends and i would watch it like every single weekend um because it was like that and then like uh, reruns of old snl on e all the time nice um but and then like when <laughs> and like to the, the late 2000s um there was like hd net the sure. television channel had uh, a, t- a show called Nothing But Trailers and a show <laughs> called The Ultimate Trailer Show. And I would watch both of those, like, religiously also. That's and it was funny. just, like, an hour block of, like, trailers for, like, a bunch of, like, Magnolia movies from the... T- like, um... What's that one movie? Uh, who cares? But uh, they're it's just, like, old, like, trailers that I used to watch all the time because they would just play yeah. constantly on this channel. Uh, and then <laughs> when, like, I get, like, my first, like, MacBook in 2009... There's the Apple trailers, and every sure. single day they would add trailers. So from, like, 2009 to 2014, I would just go to the Apple trailers website every, every day, day when yeah. I logged on to a computer. Those time files where you saw the bar load as you were... Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I just, I mean, so I just always liked watching trailers. Yeah. Um, I, there's some trailers that I think about all the time, like the Okja trailer with the uh, Mamas and the Papa song. Is like perfect trailer cutting, I think. Yeah, I mean, I also love trailers. Like, even or like, obviously, I'm older than you both, but like earlier than Colin. Quite older, yes, yeah. (laughs) Thank you, Uh, Colin. Twenty-eight. Of course, you. (laughs) (laughs) I remember, like, when you said fourth grade earlier, I was gonna be like, oh, so twenty years ago, but. Uh, I remember, like, obviously that, like, classic um, first trailer for The Phantom Menace uh, that was, like, iconic and, like, is still an incredible trailer for a fairly disappointing movie. Um, That, uh, like, I remember, like, having that, waiting for that to load and then eventually, like, downloading that to our computer. So it was just, like, one of the things that was just on our desktop. So if I was, like, having computer time, one of the things I could do would just be to, like, open up the Phantom Menace trailer in real real player or QuickTime or whatever it was and watch it. Um, I remember, yeah, especially, yeah, there was a time where it was, like, any trailer that I was, like, super excited for, I would, like, download to my computer and just have, like, the producers in 2005 or uh, Lemony Snicket's a series of unfortunate events. Like, I would just have these, like, saved on my computer for, like, any moment that I wanted to watch them. 
Um, yeah, so I'm a big fan of trailers. I always like watching trailers. I am sort of a proponent of like spoilers aren't real or whatever, so I'm never too worried about spoiling myself, and I always just like to, to dive in ahead of time. Um, there's another trailer anecdote I remembered <laughs> of like movies that I get very hyped on. Like I'll watch like every trailer. And there was, like, the week leading up to Inherent Vice, every single day, I had a playlist of trailers, like, every single trailer that they put out for the movie. And I would watch the, the playlist every day, like, leading up, because I was like, in five days, I'll see the movie, and I'll be able to put it all together. Yeah, I mean, I had the, like, slightly younger... This is maybe... This is, like, weirdly generational, I think, like, this, this trailer <laughs> yeah. discussion... Of just like I remember the first time I really got into trailers was I watched a lot of Reels channel in 2008, and they would just like sometimes play a lot of trailers and play different stuff and talk about it. So I remember watching the Dark Knight trailer like 19 trillion times yeah. and being like, "This is this is gonna this is gonna change cinema." I yeah. was and like, it did, <laughs> and it right. legit, yeah, that was like the craziest part that it was actually that good. But yeah, I remember just watching that trailer over and over. And then, like, two years after, I got a computer, and then I would just watch trailers all the time, and I would just, like, go go online, find the good trailers, and watch them. Like, we talked about that master trailer because of the Memoria trailer. I watched that master trailer, like, yeah. 35 times. One of the Inherent Vice trailers, I'm not sure which, I also watched, like, a ton. I watched the Girl with the Dragon Tattoo trailer a ton. I watched... Yeah, all the Finchers, like, the Social Network trailer... When that first dropped, the creep one. Yeah. The, the, yeah, those trailers were just very fucking good. And I just enjoy... I, I also just enjoy, like, a nicely cut thing. It's just, like, sometimes yeah, yeah. you don't even have to worry about, like... Sometimes it's just, like, a good thing to watch. All the Nolan trailers, obviously, I watch, like, so many times. The, like, beginning... The first teaser ever put out of Interstellar that is just, like... McConaughey driving. driving away and like crying at the like ship. That's just like the entire thing. I really enjoyed the Dunkirk trailer. I enjoyed the first two Man of Steel trailers. With like they oh yeah, they, that first one was crazy. I mean, yeah. when they put out the trailer that was like one is narrated by uh, it's like his two dads. Costner. Yeah, it's like Costner yeah, and, Crow. and Crow. Those that trailer is like incredible. It's just like almost makes you weep just watching it and so yeah. i mean yeah there's like trailers that give me chills like yeah i mentioned the okio one like they drop the music there like in a crazy scene or in a crazy part of the trailer and it like gives me chills every time i remember the um i mean one recent one currently the jackass ford trailer every time they're like playing we'll meet again and it's like when's the last time you saw your friends it just makes me so happy and very emotional i think it's i mean i love it i love a trailer the big ones that i remember from when i was like watching it on e or whatever uh it was like i think 2004 so it was a lot of like anaconda and the hunt for the blood orchid or whatever which is like the anaconda sequel and uh, the New World. I remember them like debuting the New World trailer and be like, "This movie looks good." Mm -hmm. I also was always like a big fan of whenever Entertainment Tonight would like exclusively premiere like a peek at a trailer. So they'd have like a thirty second cut down of a yeah. trailer, and then it would be like, "This whole thing is gonna be online tomorrow or whatever." Like, 
And so, like, you'd get, like, I weirdly remember Ali, them, like, hyping up, like, this is going to be, like, wow. a big awards movie. And, like, here's an exclusive sneak peek at Ali. And then, like, the trailer came out the next day or whatever. And then I, yeah. But, uh, yeah, the trailers, they're, 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 a, they're a fun art. Like, you know, because you don't have to, like, you don't have to worry about so much stuff. So you can just, like edit together like fun associations of things and like yeah it's yeah and like generally it's, cool it's like i always like when somebody has a take on a trailer you know where it's just yeah. like it, it it isn't just like best scenes cut together for marketing it's just like there is a whole right thing so and of course and of course we all must stand suicide squad the movie that was ultimately cut by a trailer company listen <laughs> one of the movies i think about the most what can i really say that is an unironic statement on, on my part <laughs> you love uh, the man who can climb anything <laughs> sl slipknot is the man who can climb anything and this is katana i wouldn't mess with her if i would her soul steals the sword of her enemies <laughs> Let's, let's watch the trailer yeah for for yeah yes, we're moving on to the to, to palm the or when you're Titan. Great trailer. Just a great trailer. We're going to find out. Through, yeah, well, until my word on it is down, we, we can't really comment on it like that. So, three, two, play. Another neon movie. I, there is some, like, weird... I, I accidentally programmed these, like, in an interesting way. There's just a lady with a fucked up head. There's Vincent Lindon. There's Vincent Lindon of the intruder. She's sticking a thing in her hair. There's Wait. a car. Sexy vibes. Yeah, this is a, that's a horny trailer. People keep rubbing their body parts on the car. Violence is hint. Okay, she. Vincent Lindon is purple now. The sound is crazy. People are just right. gyrating and gesticulating all over the place. Yeah. Dripping wet, that one burst lady. God, from, this is so cool. <laughs> from the director of Raw. Fire. A lot of gentle clasping and holding of each other. <laughs> they're watching it, presumably, Andy. <laughs> I mean, maybe they're not. Yeah, maybe they're not. That's like crazy. It's funny that the trailer has to be censored. That's very funny. Oh, I've not seen the censored trailer. Yeah, I guess this is censored. You've I guess only seen the uncensored version, Cullen? I just saw the original because it didn't have the Palm d'Or laurel either. Mm. Yeah, it's but a yeah. made out of broken skull x-rays. That's cool. Coming. Looks yeah. sick as hell. Yeah, that's a cool trailer. It's very good. I love the she's not there. Yeah. Um, I mean, she's like, it's like, obviously she's like a very vibey director. So it's like, I imagine it's like, she's like a fun person to cut a trailer to. Yeah. Sure. But uh, there's a lot of interesting stuff in it. It's like, it certainly like helps me want to watch it. I mean, obviously we were going to watch it because it's a Palm d'Or winner and we are sor sort of legally obligated to watch it. But uh, if I wasn't. Oh, are we? Okay. You need to watch it. it all right, all Andy, right. we already don't do enough things that we should do as a podcast who sort of wants to cover <laughs> film festivals. That is like the bare minimum of what we could do. It's like commit <laughs> to the Palm Door. The Palm Door? 
Eh, seems like that. I have to know this shit. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I just think that movie looks cool as hell. It's gonna be great. I mean, it's like because yeah, like I think we di- I didn't get into this when we saw Raw, but I do really like the scene where they're like introducing people, and it's just like the the song, and it's like the club scene, and they're all like dancing, and it's like a, a lot sort of longer take, and it's like a bunch of neon lights and stuff, and I thought I like that scene. So if this movie has more of that, then I'll be a lot sure. more on its vibe. Yeah. But anyway, I'm re- I'm real excited for this next one. I yeah. have not seen this trailer from Me the neither. Palm the Or winner. To maybe the worst movie yet <laughs> to premiere at Can, can, can Composition. Have you seen this trailer, Amelia? <laughs> no. I would, so we're all watching this for the first time. Yeah, we're time. all going to watch it for the first time. It, I mean, it was truly one of those things where it was like, what movies that play can have trailers and that are in English and translated? And it aren't just like a clip of the movie because we weren't really interested in doing that. We sort of wanted right. to do more edited trailers. Yeah, and and I saw that Flag Day was one, and I was like, we have to watch this. We have to. Yeah, there's no other. <laughs> I'm choice. never gonna watch this movie. <laughs> Me neither. But uh, this movie is getting. Oh, so this is the one we're all not gonna watch. Okay, that's interesting. Go, go ahead, Andy. <laughs> Stump for it, bud. The things I will do for Norbert Leo Butts. You should do less things. I'm gonna say. Yeah. <laughs> what would he do for you, Andy? <laughs> he seems like a very nice guy. Okay. Um, all right. I don't. Uh, I don't know if he would watch the Sean Penn movie you were in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, shall we uh, discover what this is? Yeah. Yeah. Three, two, play. Dad, what do you do? Okay. Again, another trailer before the trailer. Yes. He's an entrepreneur. Starting with oh God. The title in the lower bottom right corner. <laughs> We got helicopters, car. Is this movie set in the like night? I guess it's based on a true. When is the true story set? Because clearly like period car and like gold CRT television. Sean Penn continuing to look extremely normal. Yeah, he looks. He looks great. From the director of Into the Wild is such a funny thing to put in a trailer. Everybody knows Sean Penn directed it, and Sean Penn is a famous actor. You do not have to put his other directing credits in it. From the director of The Last Face? <laughs> what is this facial hair? Good God. Oh, here's Brolin. Brolin doing the Brolin thing. Keep Brolin, Brolin, Brolin. Top form in this rental <laughs> from Gleiberman. <laughs> Gleiberman's <laughs> taking his claim. Dad, what do you do? This He's is wearing a wig. Yeah. Everyone has questionable hair choices in this movie. Peter Hammond. <laughs> this just seems to be a collection of. Sean Penn hairstyles and him screaming, him and his daughter screaming at each other. None of them work. It's fascinating how many hairstyles don't work on Sean Penn. I mean, also, don't work on his daughter. I guess he has more fine ones. I guess that last one was fine. Fireworks. Something he made. 
I mean, it just looks bad. I don't know. I mean, it looks fake. It looks bad. <laughs> Missing teeth. <laughs> okay. Original, Original song by Eddie. By Eddie Vedder. <laughs> Glenn Hansard. And now, Pearl Jam. <laughs> That's a joke only for Colin. Uh, yeah, it just looks. It, it looks like a fake movie. It looks like the peri- It looks like the like if a movie was about the movie, then they were showing a fake trailer for a movie that's gonna win awards that they want to make fun of. They show that trailer. Yeah, it's a Tropic Thunder trailer. Yeah, sure. That is a good way to put it. Is a trailer from the film Tropic Thunder. Yeah, we're like a movie Scarlett Johansson and Don John would love. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we love a fake. I like barely know what it is about from watching that trailer. I mean, it's, it's about like a guy's life it, and his yeah, relationship like, with his daughter. It's like, like he's like, it's like, yeah, it's like he's a piece of shit and his daughter's mad at him. It's just like that's what it is. But literally, I never need to see that movie my entire life. <laughs> Not one shot of Norbert Leo Butts in that trailer, which is the real. Yeah. The real. They're saving the him trailer. for the movie. They they know they can get mm. chumps like you to pay. Yeah, <laughs> they know fucking ADD money bags will run out of theater. <laughs> what if he's? What if he yeah. does? Don't break the rules from the Catch Me If You Can musical. What if he does it? Yeah. Yeah, he's gonna do that. Speaking of musicals, <laughs> yeah, I don't care about the Omega variant. I am going to watch the last phase for <laughs> yeah, no Omega. <laughs> that was a great eighty person. <laughs> it's the best I can do. He's All a right. hard man to capture his essence. <laughs> Moving on. Speaking of musicals, we're gonna watch yes. the trailer for Annette, the Leo's Carax movie, which won Best Director. At the Cannes Film Festival. I have watched I've this trailer. I have not seen this trailer, I don't think. I think I've seen this. I've seen, like, a few clips. there Because there was, like, a little trailer that came out when they announced I... it was the opening night movie. And then I think this is, like, a full trailer. And then I've seen, like, some lyric videos and music videos for a couple of the songs. Which I can't tell how much of them are clips from the movies and how much of them are separate things. The, I saw the trailer that was, like, the teaser, maybe. That was the first time we got Golden Globe nominee right uh, yeah, we, we did watch that trailer uh is this a different one yeah I'm pretty i sure believe this is a different one yeah, i don't think i've like seen short. this one then yeah. I, yeah yeah i also think there's like less of him in this one yes less of... <laughs> so, simon helberg excuse simon. me i said yeah. josh helberg which was incorrect he looks sort right. of like a josh you think he does a nick cage impression in this one <laughs> careful <laughs> anyway is this character named Josh in Studio 60, maybe? I don't remember. Anyway. Jesus. Andy. <laughs> We're hitting all the Andy things, yeah, baby. Andy, if you, if you don't know that, <laughs> you're not looking at yeah, the, That was a rhetorical question. No, no one's going to help you. Yeah, Andy was checking his mind palace for a second. <laughs> his eyes glaze in the he back of his head. He the entire season of <laughs> Studio 60. <laughs> Goes through Rolodex. <laughs> Dylan <right>. Killington. <laughs> Matt Alvey's gonna kick his drug habit. <laughs> All right, let's watch a net trailer. A net trailer. <laughs> Warren Beatty's wife. <laughs> um, let's. Uh... <laughs> what are we doing? Three, we like two, five more of these to go. Play. It's starting off with music. 
Yeah, I just remember when I saw it for the first time that it's just like, yeah, this seems like a lot. It seems like what everyone yeah. else said it is. It's just like a it's lot of different by things. By some extra European director. like yeah. Yeah. Moped riding. There is like uh, iconic like motorcycle and moped driving in a Move song. Holy Motors too, no? Yeah, I guess it is there motorcycle stuff in Holy Motors? Maybe I, I mostly just remember that the like limo he rides in. Yeah. Right, and then it's like you're seeing the band singing the song, and I'm not clear if this is in the movie or not. It's I do like a this weird song. One. You don't? I do like the song. Oh. This is my baby. Adam Driver seems to be going full Adam Driver. Oh, there's that Simon. <laughs> there's Simon. Cotillard? I like. Good. They're doing a lot with her hair. Yeah. There's the famous boat from the article. <laughs> yes. Referenced so many times on this podcast that there's a sequence on a boat in a net. Because that's what he talked about. He was he was like he's really spitting that fucking baby. Profiling him. Yeah, I mean, I think it looks. Good. That's a good like image. Is that like the poster image, the like logo they just showed? Uh yeah, I've not seen this. Good. Yeah, the whole like Adam Driver is like a controversial comedian of it all. It's like, very funny. <laughs> contains still remains my biggest like sticking point of like I don't know how that'll go, but uh, um, yeah, yeah. Marion Cotillard is like an actor I don't think about often, but I've watched, um. I watched like a few of her movies fairly recently and I was thinking like it's like very boring to say but I think she's maybe one of our best actresses. I rewatched The Immigrant recently and that's like a jaw-droppingly good performance. Uh I mean she's and I great. think she's great in 2 Days One Night. Um There's another movie she's in that's really great. Public she's, Enemies obviously. She's terrific in 9. We all know. Haven't this. seen 9. No no, no one but terrific Andy. Terrific in Inception as we all know. Yeah, Mal. Um, oh, I mean that character bums me out, but sure. I mean, she's giving a good performance. I, I, yeah, I'm sure all the women characters in Nine are fa fairly fleshed out. Uh. <laughs> anyway, that's kind of the point of Nine. Anyway. I, was, <laughs> I was gonna stop myself. That's kind of the point of Nine. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you actually are owning me because that's the point of Nine. <laughs> <laughs> Folks, we're punchy today. Yeah, we're on all cylinders. Bergman Island. <laughs> no guess, no Jesse. The leak is off. Right, yeah, the tweet for this episode is just gonna be. That's kind of the point of nine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Find out what the point of nine is. If <laughs> <laughs> Andy writes the description, some <laughs> salutations. <laughs> this week we're talking about the point of nine. Webster's dictionary defines the point <laughs> <Yeah>. of nine. <laughs> Very insular of like which one of us writes the description for the week. <laughs> That's how you you can tell by how it's written. <laughs> yeah, let's watch the trailer. For Happy Burger to take night. anyone's notes at any time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe uh, not on the podcast like this, but yeah. <laughs> Bergman Island, I think, looks great. Me, Hanson, Love doesn't miss, except yeah. for Maya. But no, that is not a real movie, so it doesn't count. 
We don't yeah. even have to put an asterisk there. Yeah, that's really almost good for her that that movie doesn't exist. So no, everybody can just be like, things to come. We all loved it. So now we're yeah, about to make to come, and she took a five-year break <laughs> to make Birdman uh, Island. And this one was one that was like supposed to come out, or people thought it was going to come out last year. Yeah, it's just like one of those movies that it's been gestating for a long while, and people have done a lot of speculating on when it's going to come out or not, and people thought it might have come out two years ago, last year, and now it finally came out this year. It is an IFC Films Unlimited movie. It premiered at Cannes. Did not win anything, despite some buzz that it might. People did seem to enjoy it. It has The Creeps. It has old Tim Roth. Uh, Mia Vosikowska, Andrew Danielson Lee. The whole crew, the whole family. So. He's from uh, 22 July, right? That's what he's in. He was in that. He was in the He's in the, the new Walking Trier and one of his earlier ones. Great, Great actor. All right, let's do it. Okay. Three, two, play. So you know this island? It's kind of special, right? That director you want mommy like a lot. I'm always aware of the artistic influences of my parents. Yeah. It's a pretty trailer I haven't seen, by the way. No, I also have not seen it. I've seen it once. Oh, we love iPhone ringtones. What do we feel about Mia Wasikowska? I think she's great. I mean, yeah. Stoker. Fascinating career. The two Alices just in the middle of everything else that she does. Yeah. I, very funny. I do enjoy myself some Crimson Peak. We did talk about that. Crimson yes. Peak. Crimson Creeps. Thank you, Creeps, from Phantom Thread. So this is Anders Danielson Lee. Lee. I I had not seen him before. Yeah, yeah, that's him, yeah. He sort of looks like Jeff Keighley. That's for the... Okay, man. (laughs) That is just... disco. Wow, this sound editing is very... Yeah, very funny. Yeah, it's just, like, so much louder than the rest of the trailer. Yeah. Fuck Bergman. (laughs) That's a great bit. What Bergman should I watch before I see this movie, I wonder? Uh, probably Scenes from America, because that was shot on Faroe Island. Okay. I mean, a lot of them were shot on Faroe Island. That's sort of the point. Yeah, but this is relationship. This is relationship. Cullen actually. This is that, that relationship. <laughs> there's, a, there's a pull quote for the poster. <laughs> this is relationship. This is dot, 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 relationship. Quote, so Colin Ashley, can I kick it? <laughs> I think Tim Roth is also a filmmaker. One probably would assume it's related to uh, Mia Hansen Love being in a long-term relationship with uh, Olivier Asayas at the time. I think they've since separated. Um, sure. And then uh, I believe the premise is that Wasikowska and Andrew Singleson Lee are part of the script. Uh, that Vicky Creeps is writing. Oh, right, because it, it, right, because it's like tw- du- twin narratives, right? Yes, yes, between yes. Them. Sure. Um, we, I mean, I look. I love Mia Hansen Love. Um, Eden, I think, is one of the best movies of its decade. And I love Goodbye First Love and uh, Thanks really to Come as Well. That one. 
Um, <laughs> really? And, yeah, I th- Almost actively trying like, to not give it other people's face to comment <laughs> on that one. <laughs> <laughs> she, I think, makes great, like, there's a very specific type of European movie that comes out often uh, of just, like, wealthy Europeans, <laughs> like, ennui, and I think she does it, like, better than a lot of people with things to come. Uh, and yeah. it looks like you'll be doing, doing it here. I think all I've seen is Father of My Children, which we talked about on the podcast. We talked about this, first. yes. Um, but yeah, I like that movie a lot. This one seems cool. Uh, certainly, now that I'm aware of who she is, if it's playing in a theater near me, I look forward to going to, to see that when it comes out. Yeah. Seems all right. I'll watch it. Won't tell my thoughts to color. <laughs> Naturally. <laughs> All right. Next up. Next Three up. More. Let's go. Last night in Soho. Last night in Soho. Venice out of competition. Tiff Gala? I believe yes. so. Edgar Wright's new movie. I have seen this trailer before. I'm, I saw it once. I'm a big Edgar Wright yes. person. I sort of grew up on his movies. I know the like uh, issues that people have with his movies, but I just sort of love them. This trailer? Not fully sold on it, I'll say. Yeah, I mean, I have don't think I've ever like loved an Edgar Wright movie. He like all his movies are like fine at best to me. I think, and some of them really rub me the wrong way. Um, this trailer, I think, yeah, I mean, it's like doing an interesting thing. I think that I'm like curious if it can sustain. I mean, for, Thomas like, and Mackenzie, Anya Taylor Joy, two of the faves, two of the best. That is all. What was that it you recently said about Edgar Wright, Andy? There is something that you said was a specific thing that he was part of. Was his best thing he's been involved with? Oh, just that Ant Man is the best movie. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> <Scumbag>. <laughs> I forgot that's what it was. I would not have tempted you into saying that. Such a tremendously bad take. Uh, <laughs> it's like almost impressive how stupid what you just said is. Um, but yeah, let's let's get to it. Yeah, I was sort of his second movie of the year because he directed that Sparks Brothers, Sparks Brothers documentary. Yeah, sure. But uh, yeah, I'm excited. Uh, Andy's number two behind Ant Man. Yeah, his number three, of course, is Sing. Yeah, I was, I, I did, I was sort of interested in how Andy said he liked those Sparks songs from Annette. It's like, for people who might not have have the pleasure of having Andy as a friend. He is not a big fan of music that is not like music from musicals or like classical music. Yeah, I believe Andy recently said there's never been a good band. I mean, I was being playful when I said that. Yeah, but <laughs> but that is essentially my position. Yes. yes. <laughs> and so I'm just like, it would be so funny if you got into fucking Sparks. What? Yeah. I'm going to make you listen I mean, to like just all like, 20 of their albums or whatever the fuck. I mean, I saw the doc at uh, Sundance and thought it was fine. Anyway. Some of their songs seem like fun. I don't know. I there was I, I don't think you hear any of their full songs in that doc. But uh, Really? That's very funny. I mean, you hear a lot that of That documentary music, is like two and a half hours long. Yeah, you hear a lot of their music, obviously. But like, I don't think... I don't think any music documentary really ever takes the time to play a full song that in a, like that that covers that much ground because it covers all twenty albums or whatever. All right. Uh, anyway, last night in let's Soho features a song that I do love a lot in it. So I'm, let's 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 play this. Three, 
to play. Another focus features movie. Mm-hmm. Yes. Thomas and Mackenzie and Andre Taylor Joy are similar in that they both have like sort of crazy faces. Right. <laughs> Director of Baby Driver, they're pulling because that movie was a huge hit. Yeah. His only movie yeah, that really. really sort of made money. Remember how well Downtown was used in season three of Lost? <laughs> I mean, they use it a lot. I mean, for sure. That is where I think it, this is, that's where I know this song from. Really? That's crazy. Where is it from? I truly do not know. I mean, it's just a song that, um, what's her name? It's like an old uh, song from like the 60s or whatever. <laughs> So this is like a psychological horror he's described it as. Yeah. Matt Smith it in it. Yeah, Matt Smith. I mean, he's never made a movie that's like fucked up, I guess, is the way to put it. Yeah. So I would I'm wondering what this would even look like. Or if this gets gory, if it's just purely psychological. Yeah. Yeah, I mean I I think the the obvious influence here is like Giallo movies. Yes, Giallo movies. It's uh, don't. What's that movie called? The oh, don't look now. Yeah. The Nicholas Rogue movie. Yeah, he he mentioned that movie a lot. Yeah, that's like his favorite movie. Yeah. <laughs> Thomas McKenzie. I don't know. I guess. I, I, yeah, she's has a again a cra- just like a crazy person all around. I guess that it's, it is leaning into some stuff. Horry. Yeah, and then that is like a very 70s. Yeah. I I guess I, I like this trailer more this time. I do sort of appreciate yeah. it more. I'm still like... Who did he write it with? Uh, Kirstie Christy Wilson Graves? Kirstie Wilson Cairns. Yeah. I do not... Not familiar. Not familiar. I do. I think that I, I think like vaguely remembering from when this was announced. That might have been another like, it's a story about ladies. So I need to get a lady in on this one. I mean, look. I guess better than not doing that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess yeah. Checking off a box is. <laughs> I get the least yeah. you can do. <laughs> yeah. I guess I, I guess I don't fully know if this was like, from the beginning his script or if it was like. A script he right. sort of found or was like pitched to him, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, looks interesting. Think, yeah, it, I'll watch yeah, it. It seems interesting. I'll for sure see it again. Patula Clark, the original singer of Downtown, by the way. I was struggling to come up with that name earlier. Good that you got that. We uh, all know Patula Clark. We love her. We all do love her. And now, next trailer. This this is for a Berlin premiere, which is our the first one of these we're doing. Yes. Petite, Petite Maman, Maman. Celine Sciamma's new movie. I have not seen this trailer. I know it's been out for a while, obviously, because it... I have not seen it either. It's also playing TIFF. Yeah, it is playing TIFF. Special presentations. Yeah, special presentations. One would assume it would play, like, a New York or, like, a local film festival. I don't know if it has, like, a release date. What's funny about this one, and I keep, like, forgetting that it's, like, a movie coming out, is it's so short. It's, like... Isn't it like right. an hour and 15 minutes or something like it's that? It's pretty, yeah, it's really quick. Yeah, I think. Yeah, it's like in the 80 minute range, I think. 
Which is crazy. Um, like, you know, Portrait yeah. of a Lady on Fire isn't long, but I mean, I see. I mean, it's like it's like, like it's that, like two fifteen and takes its time. It's not like at a breathtaking yeah, right. pace. Yeah. It's so I'm interested to see what this will be. I mean, yeah, I I have seen this trailer, which is mostly I think a premise establishing trailer, if I'm remembering correctly. And it does seem like a little bit like a like a simple fable like story that you can see how it's like quick. But uh, let's watch it. Yeah, let's watch it. Three, two, one. Little kids roasting her mom. Where's her hut? Yeah, uh, all I know about this movie is that like pic the like the picture that always get used of like right. There's like a thing in the woods. Yeah. What was on that? Was it bread with jam? Is that what's on what's on that plate? Looks. It looks like it, man. Looks good. The synths. We love a synth. So is this like a period thing, or is she just using this? Music. This is the what the premise is: is that her child goes back in time and meets her as a child. Oh, oh, that's fun. That's like yeah. the Ghibli movie or whatever, right? That's what people were right. comparing yeah. it to. I'm your child from the future. Yeah. And I think are they the twins or are they just do they just did a very good job casting two very similar looking girls well it could be the same actor <laughs> which would be impressive i don't know i don't know anything about this um movie. the cast list under this trailer has josephine sans and gabrielle sans so maybe they're so maybe they're twins. Sure. Yeah. it looks kind of like um like uh <laughs> French low-key where the wild things are like yeah I, yeah I mean a little twee yeah I guess like yeah. the like woodsiness and like yeah the music of it would recall something like where the wild things are I did sort of I didn't I didn't mention this uh but Bergman Island <laughs> I did hear that there is a uh winner takes it all needle drop uh so I'm very excited for that I just I wanted to mention that and I forgot to um, sure very exciting yeah. This looks fine. Um, I'm excited to watch it. I don't really yeah. love Portrait of a Lady on Fire, and I haven't seen uh, Skiama's other movies, so mm -hmm. yeah, who knows? I mean, I love Portrait of a Lady on Fire. I like how this set list looks more low-key, but yeah, this trailer's like nothing, basically. It, it's just like, yeah, this is what the premise is. I'll go. Right. So... Either. Which Our last like, trailer. Know, that's it's like a hooky premise. I feel like so. Like maybe maybe some people will be like, oh yeah, that's an interesting premise for a movie. Yeah. Um. All right. One more trailer. This is a trailer that's also like a very unique trailer in that I haven't seen this one yet. All right. Well, it doesn't have any dialogue in it. Yeah. Oh. Think about this trailer. It it is uh just vibes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This well, is. We're gonna watch um yeah. for Madres uh, Paralelas, the new. Thank you. Pedro Almodovar movie, which is premi premiering opening night at Venice in competition. Very excited, Almodovar, my guy. And, yeah, and it, we've been we've watched a lot of his movies over the last year. He's incredible. Uh, excited for a new movie from him. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Any Colin, any thoughts? 
I like I like Almodovar. I've not seen this trailer yet. Um, I didn't really love the human voice, which was the last thing he made. But I mean, that was such like a fizzy little short thing. But uh, so I'm excited to see the trailer. Yeah. Anyway, three, two, play. We love Sony Pictures releasing international. Sure. There's Penelope. She's old preggers. There's other you ladies. You can see there. There, are two, there are two mothers to be at the same time. Someone in you, parallel with each other. You got there. This is like, yeah. The way she's, that woman spreads her fingers on her, <laughs> on her stomach is just very eye-catching. Yes, I mean, it's just very eye That's what he does. He's a very eye-catching director. He's very poppy. Yeah. People giving dramatic looks. Someone laying flowers in a grave. Lots of dual shots. Yeah. Oh, that I like. I'm excited about the fact that that lady was in, the one that was just in that one shot reading a magazine. She's in like a. Uh, isn't that Rossi De Palma also? Yeah, maybe. I was talking about the lady from. God, I can't believe it. All about my mother. Yeah, she. That lady is great. And she's like so funny in that movie. But uh, yeah. I, I mean, it's just vibey. It just looks. It's just like. Sort of what the. What it, it sort of gets to what it's about without doing a lot of like yeah. over explaining, which is nice. That's always good to have in a trailer. And uh, yeah. I mean, he's obviously like a, a like I said, a big poppy guy. So you just get everything you need to get with like simple images. Mm -hmm. He's not a very subtle person, which I sort of do love about him. But anyway, yeah. that's the last trailer we've co we covered. We've arrived to the end of this episode. What was everyone's favorite trailer? Uh, the best of these, I think, I mean, it's probably House of Gucci. I have uh, House of Gucci is a great one. Colin? Emilio? Mine is Memoria. I enjoy that Memoria trailer a lot. I just, I think, love how low-key it looks. Yeah, I think uh, both of those that you said are good, and my favorite, I think, is the Titan trailer. Well... Folks, we want to hear from you. What did you think of these trailers? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tweet at us. Sure. Tell us, uh, yeah, did, tell us your Norbert Leo Butts take. Yeah. Did you enjoy these trailers? Do you want to make fun of Andy? Did you enjoy this episode? Just any of that that you want to throw our way, please throw out. Yeah. Hope, I can take it. Hope. Make fun of me. That's fine. I mean, this is what I'll say about Andy. Truly the only one of the three of us who could take it. <laughs> but no comment <laughs> but anyway hopefully like we might edit in a new segment here if there is news all right and we're back and jesse's here oh my goodness yeah i've uh i've crawled out i was stuck in the grab bag somehow and i've crawled out you know i tossed that to the curb and then i didn't realize that yeah. you know you might get stuck in it you might trip mm -hmm. and get stuck in it or something yeah i tripped and got um, stuck in it that's correct that's, but i'm out yes. <laughs> you've been calling for help this whole time and we didn't just mm -hmm. didn't hear you 
Yeah, but then the uh, the uh, TIFF uh, announced another round, and that gave me the energy to uh, churn my yes. way out like the the second mouse in the uh, right, yeah. bucket of cream. Uh, yeah, Terrible, they yeah, announced. From, uh, yeah, history camp. Yep. yep, that's right. The Docs lineup, folks. Uh, yep. Well, no, it's a number of things. They announced Docs. They announced Wavelengths. Sure. They announced Midnight Madness. And they added some special presentations and some contemporary world cinema. So yes. it's a great, uh, great set of things that they've added. We've still got Platform and Shortcuts. And then I believe that will be it. Those should be next week. And then the schedule. Primetime also needs to come out. What? Oh, yeah. Prime Primetime. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was, uh... yeah, who knows? The... I mean, if there's anything they're going to skip this year, maybe it'll be primetime. Who knows? Maybe. I mean, they've cut but, Masters uh... already unceremoniously. Sure. Uh, they... Primetime was in that initial schedule. Uh, but these were, it was along with these scheduled for last week, uh, but who knows. Uh, and then, yeah, sure. in uh, a little under two weeks, we'll have the full schedule. Uh, yeah. yeah. And we haven't mentioned yet. Oh, you haven't. Uh, I don't think so. Did we? I don't think we mentioned in the hour and a half you just heard. Great. Well, Jesse has an announcement. Yeah. I am officially accredited as a member of the press, so... Uh, we will have, you know, last year we did what we could, but this year we will have coverage directly from me of the festival. Uh, we'll see exactly what that looks like, but, uh, yeah. you know, Adam Got and that Adam, access, baby! Yeah, you will hear me talk about films playing the festival with someone at very some interval. Uh, it's exciting. I yes. believe we'll see if i'm there or not uh we'll see uh, sure we don't need to get into that on this yeah episode i don't think but no, yeah i don't think so uh yeah so let's just go through these new additions i'd say there's uh looking at the docs i'd say there's a few high profile world premieres or one of them is an international premiere, uh, which I assume means Telluride, and then a big Sundance holdover. Uh, the two world premieres are uh, Attica, the Stanley Nelson, who did a documentary a few years about the Black Panthers uh, that I remember getting good reviews. This is about the largest prison revolt ever in the United States in New York in the 70s which I don't know anything mm -hmm. about uh, and then uh, the other world premiere is uh, Penny Lane who did Nuts and uh, the one about the Church of Satan uh, she has directed a documentary called Listening to Kenny G it is about Kenny G that I believe is part of that same series that the Woodstock 99 documentary on, that's HBO, right? 
Yeah. It's part. Not it's, sure if it's Max only or just HBO. Mm-hmm. It's part of that same uh, series of music documentaries that they've produced. So I assume will be airing on HBO. Not that long. Uh, the international premiere, which uh, I guess we'll be doing Telluride first, I hadn't heard anything about it before, is uh, a new Liz Garbus documentary about Jacques Cousteau. That sounds like uh, it's what you think it's going to be. And then uh, Flea from Sundance, which you saw, right, Andy? That's right, it was my favorite thing that I saw at Sundance, yeah. one of my favorite movies people, of the year so far. People really like that movie. It seems like it's going to be big, and Neon has it. Uh, yes. And yeah, uh, those are the uh, documentaries that stuck out to me. Uh, looking at uh, Wavelengths, uh, perhaps my favorite section... Uh, Excuse me, uh, we've got six features and uh, I think seven shorts. Uh, the features, uh, we've got uh, The Girl and the Spider, which uh, I've seen. Uh, I like that film quite a bit. It was in Encounters at Berlin. Uh, right. We talked about it a little, right? You did, yeah. You talked about yeah. it at one point, yeah. And then from Cannes, uh, two movies from uh, Director's Fortnite. Actually, three movies from Director's Fortnite. Uh, there's uh, The Tsugua Diaries, which is the Miguel Gomes and Marie- Maureen Fazendero film, uh, which sounds really good. I'm really excited about that. And then Futura, the... Pietro Marcello, Francesco Munzi, Alice Rohrwacher, uh, documentary that uh, I heard less about, but it sounds like is also pretty good. And then there's also a film uh, that's a Indian-French co-production called A Night of Knowing Nothing that was another director's Fortnite film. Uh, and the other two features... Uh, I know less about, but also sound quite good. I've heard just a little uh, rumblings. Uh, the one thing I may be surprised not to see uh, in Wavelength specifically, but probably not in the festival at all, is the Alexander Kogoridze film, which I've from Berlin, which I've talked about being excited for several times. It just seems like a very classic put it in wavelength thing but you know it's a weird year uh and then there's uh some shorts uh there's a short from nicholas pareda uh i we talked about fauna i think a couple times that premiered at tiff and then did new york film festival uh this is a short film that i think is based around letters that I think he had written to Chantal Ackerman. Uh, there's uh, the Daichi Saito film Earth, 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 which uh, he's been around for a while. He worked pretty slowly, even though he makes shorts. Uh, but I've heard this. He's he's someone who is well-liked, and I've heard this is a good effort from him. And then Peter Tcherkovsky is like a big... Uh, experimental shorts guy uh he's got a new film and then midnight madness uh i would say the two big movies are both 
French, uh, one bigger than the other. Uh, the the big opening film, which there were rumblings it might be this, but there was also like, is the Palme d'Or winner really gonna play Midnight Madness? Uh, but it is uh, Titan, the Julia Ducarneau Palme d'Or winner, is the opening film of Midnight Madness, uh, which also has six features, uh, and then the other, uh, kind of big one is, uh, the new Bertrand Mandico film, After Blue, which is premiering at Locarno, so we talked about it a little bit, uh, on the episode where we went over that lineup, but yeah, he's the hairy fruit guy. And then, added to special presentations... We have The Box, the Lorenzo Vegas film, uh, former winner of the Golden Lion. He's back in uh, competition at Venice this year. And th that was announced as being in contemporary world cinema, but has been upgraded to special presentations. And then there are three Cannes films that have been added, uh, two from competition, one from out of competition, those being... The Nadav Lapid film, Ahed Ni, the Bruno Dumont film, France, which that one, uh, I'm excited to see what I think about that one. I feel like, uh, there's a certain, the people who like Bruno Dumont seem like they mostly ended up in the positive camp on France, uh, and I tend to like him, so, uh, and we'll be talking about him soon. Uh, and then Where is Anne Frank, the Ari Fulman film that got a very mixed reception that I can't imagine uh, watching. And then the big addition to the Contemporary World Cinema program is a also a Cannes competition title, uh, Compartment Number 6, the Juho Klosman and, uh, yeah, which is supposed to be pretty good. Uh, and then the other thing that was added to contemporary... Is that the one that it tied the Grand Prix? Yes. That's okay. correct. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the Finnish film. Uh, which, yeah. Uh, and then uh, the other thing that was added, which uh, had been announced for um, Orizonte at Venice last week, is the... Harry Woodliffe film, True Things, the one with uh, Ruth Wilson and Tom Burke, which I don't think we'd seen the still from last week when we talked about that, where Tom Burke has, like, crazy bleached blonde hair. Uh, but yeah, I think that's about all we've got. Uh, well, we also, because there's more news than just that we have not officially made the other announcement there was in fact a gap at 38 minutes and whatever seconds like we what unlike what we promised oh, so, so we now I'm have to say do the bit no okay. because the promise was only if that was the only news would that okay. be there all right then the so... other piece of news is that the uh new york film festival closing film 3842 thank you Cullen. uh the closing film of the new york film festival <laughs> will be uh 
uh, will be Parallel Mothers, the Pedro Almodovar film. It will be the North American premiere, so it will definitely not be doing Kip or Telluride, so, uh, you know, it'll be the big post-Venice rollout, uh, yeah, yeah. We're all very excited for that film. Uh, it's a little, you know, I think there was like a, maybe it'll be something that we didn't have any information about when it was premiering. Obviously, I've been talking about talking up the Paul Thomas Anderson film for that slot. I have heard a rumor that it was never supposed to be one of the gala slots and is presumably still supposed to have whatever... New York Film Festival slot it was going to have, uh, so we'll see how that turns out. They're announcing, I think it's just the main slate, uh, next week is the plan, probably also on Tuesday, and then, yeah. you know, there will be spotlights, and spotlight and currents are the only two other sections with films. Uh, with this kind of simplified structure that was started last year. Sure. Uh, then the other section being the talks, which will be announced at some point. Uh, and so, yeah, we're excited about New York Film Festival. They've got three great directors in their gala slots. I'm excited about TIFF and whatever happens with that. Uh... I think that's it. You've all done your plugs? We have, yes, so if you would like to do a plug. Uh, yeah, yours. I will plug the uh, regional soda from East Tennessee, Dr. Enough. She's drinking some now. She's drinking some now live on, oh, the, on that's mic. so good. But also we might not. So you might have heard the uh, what the closing night film of New York Film Festival. Uh, yeah, is we definitely earlier. went over thirty minutes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, thirty-eight, 38 minutes, minutes and forty-two seconds. seconds. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what middle of the trailer we'll have to cut into. <laughs> God, right? And that's this. This is one where people are watching along potentially. That what a disaster that could be. So oh, hopefully boy. we don't get any news. Because <laughs> otherwise that'll suck. No, I mean if we get like if you have to hope that we get like enough news to record a segment because then we will do it at the I, end. I guess so. If it's, if it's, <laughs> if it's it just about one piece of news, that, <laughs> right, then right, right. we ruined the episode for it. <laughs> um, but Andy, you're, you're, you're the plug master. You do the plugs. Am I the master of the plugs? Uh, sure. So this is a podcast called Can I Kick It? You can follow us on Twitter at Can I Kick It? And you can follow us on Letterboxd at C-A-I-K-I pod. C-I-K-I. That's a simple, easy thing to say. I wouldn't mess it up at all. Um, I, for myself... <laughs> Nothing could possibly go wrong. <laughs> for myself, you can find me online at Andy T. Germ. That's G-E-R-M is in Mary. Uh, on most social media platforms. Uh, including Letterboxd and Twitter. Uh, for a plug this week, I recently was forced to watch all the Dirty Harry movies for reasons too complicated to explain. Uh, the Deadpool, the last one, is very fun, and I think if you're looking for a very goofy movie, 
because you've watched a Goofy movie too many times. The Deadpool is a good one to, to pull out. It kind of has naked gun energy, I think, if, you, if, you, if you're watching it in that, if you're looking for that. Um, if you uh, like what we're doing, if you thought this was worth money, uh, feel free to send us some money at uh, <laughs> coffee.com slash can I. That's ko-fi.com slash c-a-n-n-e-s-i. If you want a little more bang for your buck, if you donate at least $5, for every $5 you donate, Emilia will watch and give a slightly more detailed than usual review on his letterbox. Yeah, I just put uh, one out. I just that. put one out for Born yesterday, which somebody has to watch. That's a good movie. It's, I wrote a little thing about why I liked it. You can get more of that if you pay me money. <laughs> yes, New York Film Festival trip coming up. We like to have money for things, folks. I think that's all I got, uh, Colin. Yeah, Clatchley on everything, C-L-A-T-C-H-L-E-Y. And what do I want to plug? I, I feel like I've watched something good recently. Uh, Clint Eastwood's White Hunter Blackheart. It's a movie about, loosely about John Huston making the African Queen. Um, and Clint Eastwood's like doing a big performance in it. Uh, really great movie. <laughs> Emilio. Okay. You can find our theme song at soundcloud.com. Well, no. you Our theme song is by Tree Related, and you can find them at soundcloud.com slash Tree Related or search Tree Related on Spotify. You can find me on Twitter at I'm Left Alone, and you can find me on Letterbacks at I Left Alone. This week, I'm going to plug this, the song Fast In My Car by Paramore, their first, t- their first song off their self-titled album. I've sort of been getting into Paramore because I'm bored and I enjoy their music. So, that is all this week, I think. Those are our plugs. I told you to listen to a Paramore song. Colin told you to listen to a... To watch a Clint Eastwood movie. And Andy told you to check note, watch Deadpool. Uh, (laughs) Deadpool. And with that, we're going to release our audience. Bye. Bye.